Ask the Podcast Coach for June 11, 2022. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that music that means it's Saturday. It's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting.com, and joining me, he's back right over there from uh, Home Gadget Geeks and the Average Guy.tv. Mr. Jim Cullison. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. Uh, happy Saturday afternoon to you. We've never done this before. right? We've never moved the show. It'll be an interesting exercise from a podcasting experience standpoint. Can you move your show live time and will people follow you? And so far, we've got, I don't know, seven or eight, not our typical, maybe 30 on a Saturday. But yeah, people will move. So thanks for coming out and joining us this the, this after that's going to be a hard switch just to say this afternoon yeah although when people are listening to the podcast do they care if it's morning or afternoon that's probably probably not, yeah, not it's probably tuesday where they are right now and they're going oh yeah i haven't listened to that one yet so uh but uh i don't know what we're pouring in the afternoon uh what do we have oh we have well, we, we've got We've got a Guinness uh, is right. what we've got. I didn't, I didn't want to drink coffee and soda just seems so pedestrian. So I said, Dave, is it okay if I bring a Guinness on the show? And you said, yes. So let's get this thing poured. All right. And of course, that Guinness is brought to you by the one and only Mark from podcastbranding.co. If you are looking to look professional, there's really only one place to go. And that, of course, is podcastbranding.co. Mark. We'll take the time to sit down with you. He is a podcaster, so he already understands podcasting, and he's an award-winning graphic artist, and he's going to sit down and go over your show, kind of the, the flavor of it, the vibe of it, the energy of it, so that your podcast is going to resonate even more with your audience because people are going to get it. Because if you, you may not realize this, they're going to see you before they hear you. So he's going to take that time to make sure that everything is alignment with your podcast goals. So whatever you need, a website, artwork, a lead magnet, it's all there, podcastbranding.co, and tell him Jim and Dave sent you. And I thought that was the turnaround, and I was not. Oh, okay. I'm out of Here practice. It's coming up. It's coming up. Of course, uh, the mug sponsored by Dan over there, Dan Lefebvre, based on a true story podcast at based on a true story podcast.com. If you're looking for something new to listen to and something that's super interesting and maybe long form podcast, check it out based on a true story podcast.com. Dan, thanks for keeping the Guinness cold. It keeps coffee hot, keeps the Guinness cold during Ask the Podcast Coach. And there we go. And of course, if you have a question, if you're watching live, just uh, throw it in the chat room. Or if you want to jump in the video, the door is always wide open. Anybody can come in. Anybody can come in. If you don't want to be on camera, just turn off your camera and we'll be happy to watch your uh, glowing silhouette blink in the uh, in the time, I think is what happens if you don't have your camera on or something like that. So, hey, uh, hey big thanks to Neil who filled in for me last week. I didn't get a chance to listen to the show yet. Things have gotten a little crazy. I think we're kind of back to uh, to full speed on things. And I'll be out again next week for my mom's funeral. But appreciate it, Neil, and appreciate you filling in for me uh, while I was gone. And I did not know that's why you were gone. So my condolences to that. 
uh, well, this last week was a, not was not that my mom passed away a couple weeks ago, and we're doing her funeral oh. June eighteenth. So ne- next weekend, all we'll be celebrating that as a family. But, Got but it. thanks, appreciate that. The the fun thing that had happened two hours before we started the show. So again, if you have a question, you can throw it in the chat room. You can jump into the show. Um, and I do feel better. I see that in the chat room. We'll answer that. Um, I got COVID the day before I left Florida. And 11 days later, I finally tested negative, even though my aura ring and my iPad watch were like, hey, Dave, you're fine. And I'm like, no, I'm not. And so three days in a row now I've tested and three days in a row I am negative. So I'm I'm back on the horse. And the fun part is and what you don't realize is when you are forced to do nothing. You when you finally are then back to normal, you have a giant mountain of stuff just to try to get back to to square one. And I'm trying not to do everything because that will put me right back where I was. That was my whole the reason I caught COVID, in my opinion. I don't think it has anything to do with Florida, besides the fact that I was in I mean, this could have been in Arizona. I was in a large group. Um, the first two days I got four hours sleep each day. I increased my activity by running around a giant hotel. Um, I didn't eat much except for usually giant dinners, and I wasn't drinking water. So I'm not sure there's much more you can do to your body to just go, hey, anybody got any kind of uh, cold or virus? This body's just aching for it right now. So I am going to be speaking at Podcast Movement. I just found out about that this weekend, and I'll be acting very differently at Podcast Movement because I know Thursday night, I told myself, look, you're tired. You're getting exhausted. And as soon as I'm done with this Libsyn dinner, I'm going right to bed. And I was within eye. I mean, I could see the elevator and I heard the voice of somebody going, hey, Dave, we got a bunch of people over. And that was it. And then I once again, I stayed up till about one thirty, And yeah, so uh, but uh, I'm feeling much better. And I've, I felt much better for a big chunk of this week. It's just been waiting for the, the test to come back negative. So that's the good news. But. Uh, two hours before we started the show, we got a, I, I wish I had time to figure it out, uh, like literally probably three pages, you think? Two, three yeah, pages. Yeah, it's healthy. Some really healthy feedback. Actually, some really good feedback. Some really good feedback. Yeah. We're not going to read the whole thing because it's very long, very in-depth, including like, I haven't read the whole thing yet because I just got back from my, my church thing, but it's like, quote, almost like quoting chapter and verse. It's like yeah. on show... 297 at the 31 minute mark you said this so this is somebody who really really was going into the show and i noticed here in the middle he kind of made a bullet point here of some things that he thought we could do uh better so he says first and third and sometimes fifth shows of the month keep the format as it currently is which is a bit of a head scratcher because this show is is me and jim talking waiting for someone to ask a question in the chat room or to go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash join and and jump in. Now, I always go out to Facebook and try to find questions that aren't what's the best microphone under 100 bucks. I've, I'm up to episode seven, how do I grow my audience, which I saw at least three times this week. Um, how do I record interviews? Uh, what's another really big one? How do I make money at this? I've been doing this for X amount of months. So, and that's really, that is asked, and I'm not making this up. The, the one about, I've been doing this for, you know, I'm up to episode 12 and I'm getting 21 downloads. 
how do I grow my own? I, I mean, that that's almost a daily question. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. if we wanted to, we could ask the same questions every week, but that's, that's as boring as me reading it every week. And I do occasionally, I'm like, Hey, this is an oldie, but a goodie. Can I play music in my podcast? Which is, is probably in the top 10. I haven't seen that in a while. So, um, that's, that's the format. So it says, uh, here, the second show of the month, have a podcasting expert on and do a deep dive into that expert's topic. Like what was done in the already mentioned Mark and Neil. Um, you can't tell me, you can't find 12 podcasters a year who wouldn't mind coming on the show to discuss some aspect of podcasting they're particularly good at. Just go through, and I'm not sure why he thinks it's fun, but he keeps referring to me as Jam and Dave. But okay. Uh, I like to call you that. Now, I like uh, to call you. Going through Jammin's awesome supports list of bunch of candidates. You both must know 100 of podcast experts to ask. Okay. Um, the show is called Ask the Podcast Coach. Yeah, well, I mean, let's hold it. There's some good, there's some really good points in there, right? right. The preference, this is, as we think about it through the lens of podcasting, everybody's going to get this kind of feedback from time to time. Right. And the urge, especially on first reading, is to kind of fire back. Yeah. Right. Is to kind of like, oh, no. You know, I read through it a couple times in, in, um, there's there's some really good points of some yeah. things that we could do differently. The question, Dave, is are we, right? And I, I don't think this format is where we go through and dissect it and we just say, now we're going to keep doing what we do. Or, you know, uh, in, in this case, a little bit of feedback is get more voices. It's always a good idea. We'd love yeah. to have more voice. And we could, listen, we could be proactive and and ask other folks to come on. Um, for for every bit of that feedback, you, you get another side of feedback that says, "Stop bringing in people I don't know." Right, right. right? So you're gonna you're gonna get feedback. The question is, I think, in this, what do you do when you get when you, yeah when you have a specific listener? I asked you before the show, do you get this feedback, this kind of feedback, a lot? And you said, "No, not no. ever." Right. I usually it's. Right after the episode. So it'd be like, hey, Dave, don't know if you know this, but in the last episode, you said this, and some people might find that offensive. Or right, right, or right. did you know there are 13 seconds of dead silence at the 42-minute mark? Where this person is going back to, it was near the top. Uh, example, February 19th, 2022, at, at the 8.50 mark. And I was like, wow, that's like... You know, so, I know it was super specific. Yeah. So it's like, okay, yeah. so this isn't somebody who's, you know, they've put some time into this, yeah, this email. Yeah. And I appreciate that. Exactly. I do appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I great. I greatly appreciate the feedback. Like it's super great to get it. However, I've, and I see this on the Gallup side of things when, it, when I'm, um, you know, when I'm podcasting there, you get feedback from somebody and you don't implement it. And then, you know, Six months later, you get a nasty email from somebody that says, I told you to do this right. and you. Okay. So, you know, as, as podcasters, you have to make that decision. Are we going to change our format? We, we, uh, we were, you know, we talked about changing the format some in 20 or early this year, early this year, we changed it some and yeah. you kind of fall back to what you're good at, like what you're comfortable with, what you like doing. Um. So the, the question is, Dave, when you get that kind of feedback, do you instantly change? And, and I think that's the question each podcaster has to ask themselves is, 
Okay, it can be valid. All those points are valid, right? That doesn't necessarily mean they're all they're all prudent for us to do. That all of a sudden, oh yeah, yeah, you know what? We should change to a. a he makes a suggestion there about a first, third, and fifth, and then a second and a fourth weeks and moving things around. Yeah, there's some good ideas in there, and let's consider having some guests on from time to time. But because we don't get a lot of that kind of feedback from the audience, um. Yeah, that's probably, I mean, that's probably not something we're leaning towards doing. Appreciate it, right? So I think that's, as podcasters, when you get that kind of feedback, you have to resist the urge to do two things. One is fire back negatively. Two, <laughs> two is change, instantly change. Oh, oh okay, well, I'm going to I'm gonna just, because right. you might put yourself in a, a place where that's not your best, you know? Well, and in some cases... Because it's one person, we assume it's everybody. I mean, I almost shut down the podcast rodeo show because one person said, you're mean. Right, right. And I asked my audience and they went, you know, obviously what that person feels is what they feel. They're like, but we didn't see it as mean. Keep doing what you're doing and carry on. Um, I know one suggestion was I bring on a school of podcasting members to ask questions and tell their experience starting a podcast and perhaps some of the podcasts uh, played and critiqued. Some of that we do on, I do a show called the podcast review show with Eric K. Johnson, where we listen to somebody's podcast and critique it. The, the inspiration behind this. So that's, that's not a bad idea. It's just, I'm not sure I would do that on this show. If, If that's what you're looking for, I have a show. It's it's podcast review show. Go yeah. go listen to that. This part of the reason I do this is there are those people that like I'd like to hire you. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. And like, Here's my list, and they come back and they're like, "Dude, I can't afford your hourly rate." I'm like, "Not a problem. Show up Saturday at ten thirty. You can ask as many questions as you want, and it's absolutely free." And it's interesting how so many people have. In some cases, these burning questions, they don't have a budget, but they can't get up early on Saturday. And I'm no. like, okay. So it's always supposed to have been kind of just, you know, a Dave Ramsey show. You know, Dave, I'm trying to get out of debt. And, right. you know, Dave's going to go, well, I'll do beans and rice. And then, you know, so it, it doesn't like intensity. But think about it. Dave Ramsey does say the same thing over and over and over. Mm-hmm. And, I don't know People how that guy. Love it. Yeah, they love People it. People love it. Yeah. I don't know how he does it because I would lose my mind saying, <laughs> "Don't buy that." Seven baby steps. Yeah, cut up your credit cards. Don't, you know, live like live like none other, so you can live like none other. Right? We know those things. We know that actually kind of works. You know, interesting. So Geekville Radio uh, is able to join us. He says, personally, I work till three a.m., so I'm rarely up in time for the regular morning time slot. This is a treat for me but I may be a minority. So if, if Geekville Radio had written in and said, you guys should definitely do this in the afternoons from here on out because it works for me. Well, we've built an audience on 9.30 Central, 10.30 Eastern for right. 500 of these, 400 of these things. Would it be prudent, Dave, for us all of a sudden to say, okay, we got some feedback. Somebody really loves it. It's going to be this time from now on out, right? Well, one, that doesn't work for me. I Right. This has been great today, but I, I had a whole, my whole life, my whole Saturday revolves around this show. Yeah. Right. I don't want to change that right now, unless you said we were going to, and I'm, I may have to say, well, they have to get somebody else, yeah. but 
right? I mean, so it's just because you get the feedback. I mean, again, sometimes very, very valid. I've changed things in my show because of the feedback. We'll probably, you and I will discuss this. There's a lot there. Maybe some changes come out of it. So uh, you, you got to just kind of work it through, right? Yeah. Another suggestion here. I also believe that each of you could take a Saturday off every other month as both of you wouldn't have to be on the show with the expert. So he's really in, he really wants us to bring on experts. Take yeah, turns yeah. hosting that episode. Um, and this, and again, I hate to say this right after we had somebody on as a guest. Um, and Neil was great. And we've had all sorts of cool people. But it's different when it's not Jim. It's just, and that doesn't mean it's bad. It's just, Jim knows my timing. He pays attention to what I'm doing. It's just, I don't have to worry about things that I don't have to worry about. Like It's just easier with Jim because, as you might imagine, when you do something with someone for years, um, yeah. it just, you know, he knows when to jump in. I know when to, you know, do this and that or whatever. So, um, the expert thing, I guess the other thing I, I could say, and again, I'm not trying to be defensive. Anybody, anybody watching this right now can go to ask the dot slash join and jump in. I had somebody email me again. I, I would love to be a guest on your show. On this show, they wanted to be a guest on this show. And I said, it's super easy. Askthepodcastcoach.com slash join. I'll be happy to, you know, ask you a couple of questions or whatever you want to do. As long as it's podcasting related and it's not a giant commercial, we'd love to have the conversation. And they didn't show up. So any expert that wants to come on, I mean, it. it I guess for me, for them to come on, it does have to excite me to a certain extent or excite Jim. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I just heard somebody that's trying to build a media host off of Dropbox. And I just, the curmudgeon in me said, that's been done before and it didn't end well because eventually I think Dropbox put a limit on some things. Yeah, they have terms in their terms of service. They make it pretty clear you can't do that. And so I could bring that person on as a new person with a new product, except I go, yeah, um, again, don't want to be a curmudgeon, but, uh, and no, uh, Jeff, it can be anybody. It can be you, Jeff. So anybody can come in. And of course, if you be some sort of, um, I don't know. If you're trying to derail the show and just be, if you want to Baba Booey me, I'm going to kick you out. I mean, it is a live show. Um, let's see. Let's get down to, in a nutshell, the show works much better with more than just you two talking at each other every week. Anyway, you can get more involvement from other podcasters or other potential podcasters would be welcome. And and that's the part that I, I, I get that. I understand his point. We have a lot of, I mean, you just brought up, uh, a chat from another podcaster. We get a fair amount of, of, you know, Coach Dave and Scott, I see is in the chat room and all these other people, and they ask questions all the time in the chat room. So maybe it's because we're not hearing their voices. And again, we've made it as easy as we can. Askthepodcastcoach.com slash join. Um, and they don't want to come on either in video or their voice and... You know, so I guess we could try to find people, but that's the thing. Now, now you've got to start working with schedules, and it comes back to a couple things. Anytime you do a show, there are two things that you're going to judge, I guess, the content on or the strategy. 
Let's go that the strategy. One is, does it work for you? So like Jim was mentioning, and I would second that, if I did this in the afternoon, I'm trying to be done by this time normally. So I have, so I can go bike riding and anything else I want to do on a beautiful Saturday afternoon. And so one of the reasons why we don't do two shows anymore is so I can get done earlier. I don't do the the Patreon only thing anymore. Um, so that's that's one criteria. Now, if I said, oh, actually, it would be better for me. I could sleep in on Saturday. Well, then maybe you would think about it. So does it benefit the host to where you're not going to burn out? That's one criteria. And then the other thing is, does it bring value to the audience? And bringing mm-hmm. on, like he mentioned Mark. I don't think Mark was planned. No, definitely not. Mark just popped in uh, from podcastbranding.co. We asked him a ton of questions. It was an awesome um, episode, if I do say so myself. We all learned a lot. I actually ended up playing that interview on the School of Podcasting. It was so good. So um, I I appreciate it. it. It does have me. Here's what it has me thinking. Okay, so either A, I need to go find better questions in Facebook and this is where uh, I don't know. Do you ever worry like you're just doing somebody else's show? Like we could go mm-hmm. to pod, we could go to Pod News and talk about Spotify and you know the fact that they're well, we do, yeah, we do. I mean, he- here's the deal, right? You and I have come up with our own personality and built this show based on what we want to do. Like we've been doing these long enough. We like what we're doing, and and certainly feedback is great to get it and. But we're probably not going to do that many changes unless we want to do it. Like, as an example, Dave, say all of a sudden you were like, you know what, Jim, um, I, I want to do an interview once a month with somebody else. Would you be okay, like, not being on the show? For, and I would say, yeah, that's fine. If you want to do, do one a week, if that's what you want to do, fine with me. That would work with me. But that's not what necessarily, that's not the show you want to have, right? And I think this is the point, and sometimes for podcasters, where you got to let your listener go and say, hey, respectfully agree. I I agree with all that feedback that we got. We're probably not going to make that many changes, just to be be really honest. We have a group of people who come, and we have a pretty healthy group. Listen, we move the time, and we almost have as many as we would get on a normal Saturday morning. And some people joined us that wouldn't be able to join us on Saturday morning. Does that mean we're going to change the time? Probably not. No. Like we're probably going to go back right to the time slot. It works because this is, we do this for us. And so, so there's, there does come a point in time with your listeners where you go, well, thanks for listening. If you like it, hang around. If you don't, you know, uh, there are plenty of other podcasts out there. We know that find the one that you really like and you want to engage with. And if you're not finding it helpful, um, you know, move on to the next podcast, right? I mean, at, at some point, too, in the process, you got to let the listener go and just say, yeah, we can't, if we try to be all things to all people, Everybody. we'll be nothing to everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm sitting here thinking, you know, maybe we do, maybe I need to spend more time looking at the questions. And I love when I find a good topic, like in this case, like we're talking about what to do with audience feedback. So he actually fed the show. And we're not talking about microphones and we're not talking about, you know, the vocaster from Focusrite and, uh, <laughs> you know, everything else. So it is a little different because if I have to keep answering the same questions over and over and over, I'm oh. not Dave Ramsey. 
I would, I would no. just, you know, and that's really where the chat room has come in and saved the day. Um, Jim will, will attest to this. There are times when we log in, it's 15 minutes and I'm like, how's it going? He's like, good. I go, dude, I got nothing. I go, there's just nothing in Facebook. Yeah. There's nothing on yeah. Reddit. And the, the chat room will come in and spark something. And we're like, cool, let's talk about that. So, um, you know, John, well, oh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, you go. You John go. in the chat room says the feedback sound like what I got in radio when we brought in a, a consultant and they just broke everything down just to, to validate the paycheck. So I, I mean, listen, I, I don't want to be mean spirited about the yeah. feedback either. It was really valid, mm-hmm. in-depth, thorough feedback and, and much appreciated. Very. There are some things in there we're, we're going to think through. I think this was just a good, like, cause you, you get that everybody, every podcaster, if they're doing anything is going to get that kind of feedback. You know, Craig says in his chat room, you two have great chemistry together. You go together like coffee and pour. And then, you know, Kenny says, don't change a thing. I like it the way it is. Yeah. So, you know, you get, you get those, you get those listeners who, so you say you make that change, Dave, say all of a sudden we start having guests on, we're going to start getting feedback. Like, Oh, like I didn't, I didn't, I don't listen to this show to listen to them. I listen to it to listen to you. Yeah. Right. We've been doing this long enough that we've weeded out most of the people who don't like us. They've just gone. <laughs> Why? I never did understand this. Why would someone listen to a show for listening to someone they don't like? Grown. Like, I don't. It's I, the, it's the I, grown. I, don't, yeah, I, I, don't, I just don't get that, though. Move on. Like, c- quit fooling yourself that you're that it's it's. I, I don't, I just, I don't get it. Like there's so many things to do. Why would you waste an hour or an hour and a half in our case of coming out and complaining about the person, especially on a regular basis, right? I just, it, it astounds me that someone would waste their time saying things about a podcaster they they don't like when, by the way, it's not the only thing on, like you could be out mowing the lawn. I just don't get it. I, 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 that just blows me away. Well, he the the person does mention here that and this is where I tell people this and they don't believe me and I go well your audience is going to come and go and in mm-hmm. this case he he left and he came back and he's kind of like hey I noticed you're still kind of doing the same thing you guys always do why don't you do more of this and so it's it's something to think about but I'll, I'll try maybe to come up with better questions, but a big chunk of this is going to be me talking to Jim and Jim talking about, you know, um, automated lawnmowers or something occasionally. And I'm occasionally going to take a tangent on who knows what to where people are going, what is he talking? Yeah. I don't know. Just let him go. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and we'll, we'll take it from there. The The thing I guess that I was surprised and I kind of wish it hadn't ended this way. Um, it says, thanks for taking the time to read this. And again, thank you very much for, I mean, yeah, this is a very long, detailed email. And very well done. Yeah. Very well done. Yeah. Hopefully it contains something useful. It does. It really has me thinking about some stuff. But either this person has a very, it, I'm not, should we say the name? Nah. No. Um, it's it's a fake name. It's not so much fake like he was, I, I think this is a pseudonym that maybe this person uses online. So I don't really, it's not like I can reach out to um, whoever. And I, I, for the record, I do love really good feedback. One of the biggest takeaways from podcast or from PodFest was I get there, it's the day before, people are getting set up. I bump into Steve Stewart. 
Steve mm. Stewart says, hey, can we go to lunch? I'm like, I'd love to go to lunch with Steve Stewart. And we sit down. We're kind of catching up. He's like, hey, are you interested in any feedback? And I go, oh, come on. You know me. I, I love feedback, good and bad. He's like, okay. He goes, sometimes when somebody asks some of these like really beginning one-on-one questions, he goes, there's there's a little more curmudgeon just just sneaking <laughs> yeah. out a little bit. He goes, sometimes it, you, you kind of get the feeling that you're tired of answering that one. And I said, dude, I said, I could go home right now and be happy that I came to PodFest. And he's like, well, I'm not. He's like, no, no. I go, I, I said, I, I'm weird. I actually like negative feedback a little more than positive because positive means I'm doing something right. And that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, negative feedback means there might be a chance to do something better and then add it to the things I'm doing right category. So I was very uh, thankful for that. So, and that's where some feedback you go, Oh, I can fix that. And then other feedback you go, that's an interesting idea. That's not a direction I want to take the show in though. Yeah. Yeah. So no, right on. And there are things, I mean, there's things to learn in that. And there's some great reminders in all these, in all the feedback um, that we get. At the same time, you have to kind of evaluate it from a what what are we what are we trying to do with this thing, Dave? What are we? What are the pressures that we have that you? And let's be real honest. What are the pressures you have? Because <laughs> I just show up, right? I just show up, and um, and you know, I bring my job is to bring. I'm the color commentator in this thing. It's to bring a little bit of you know, and I podcast for a living, right? It's what I do at work. Of course, my examples are going to be from the podcasts that I, that I give and that I listen to. And it's going to be, it's going to be a finite set of things. You know, it's why we enjoy the chat room so much and we enjoy it when you, when you come on and, and uh, enjoying the show. So great. I, again, I think the, the, the point here is not trying to refute our own feedback, right. but to work through the process of what happens when you get that. And this was not overtly negative, by the way, I actually see it as very constructively yeah. positive in a lot of ways to take the time to get time stamps like on this show at this time, you said this, Hey, that shows a level of detail that I appreciate. I would never give a podcaster that, that benefit of the doubt. I just stop listening. Right. That's, that's right. what I would do if I didn't like it. So great examples and some great, you know, just some, 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 uh, some things to, for us to consider in there as well. We'll have to talk about it and see what pops out. We got some great feedback, speaking of that, in the chat room. Uh, John C. Payne says, the show works best for him as a conversation between Dave and Jim on major topics, but I get the most from deep dives into some things you and others are are dealing with. And then uh, Craig brought up a great question. Is negative feedback easier to take, you know, is it easier to kind of absorb when it comes from someone you like and respect? And I think... I think it probably or some, is. Or versus somebody you don't know at all. Yeah. Or, right, right. Yeah. Because if you think about at least for, hmm, that's a great question. Cause, Listen, every every Sunday I have I have a cigar with Ed and he gives me feedback on this show. <laughs> like, okay. and, and I, so I hear from him, right? And he makes fun of some things. Yeah, of course it's easier to get feedback from him. I have a relationship with him. Right. So, you know, he, he's critical of some things. I'm like, yeah, okay, well, this is, the, you know, this is kind of the way it is. But I think the so. other thing, too, is Steve knows what this show is, why I do it, who it's for. So his feedback is based on, hey, Dave, you're trying yeah. to be this helpful podcast coach guy. And you're kind of coming across a little curmudgeon And I was like, that's a good, that's, you know what? So 
if somebody else had come up that I didn't know and, and put it that way, it would be just as useful. But that's a, a great question. It is hard not to get defensive, but that's where I thought yeah. the other thing that was cool is Steve said, are you up for some feedback? That's a great question right there. Cause some right. people might be like, no, not really. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so and, and that's okay too. You may yeah. not be in the, in the, in the spirit of, the, you know, in the spirit of it, uh, co three podcast says, Dave, I surprised to see you posted that graphic aimed at that guy who wanted to do the show about a bowling league, you know, talking about that had a little curmudgeon. Yeah. Kind Eddie, of, yeah. I'd even put it at the beginning. I said, welcome to curmudgeon corner. Yeah. 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 And, but that yeah. doesn't know. And I would agree. In fact, I'll probably take that down when we get done with the show. Cause yeah, that, there you go. that was slightly out of character, but I was just like, and here, here's, and, and that is, again, it's all baggage. Cause I thought if this guy comes back in four days and said, I've put two podcast episodes up about my brother's bowling league, I'm not getting any downloads. How do I monetize this? My head's going to explode. And so I, I'm, I'm, putting yeah. baggage that I hear from other people on that poor person. And this guy, sure. and I thought about it later. I thought, you know what? That might be, because how many people? There's there's four people on a team. Let's say there's, uh, I don't know, 12 teams. You got 50 people listening to a, a podcast, and it could all be about them, and they're interviewing the other players. And like that could be a really hyper-focused podcast that I've never thought of. Like every podcast, every bowling league should have a a podcast where they interview the captains or something like that. So who am I to say that guy shouldn't have a podcast? I just, at the time I was like, if this guy turns around and says it's not working because I brought my blue Yeti with a laptop to the bowling alley and nobody's listening. um, I'm just going to be like, well, yeah. So it's, it's really hyper niche. Right. But, you don't want to you don't want to shut that down if right. that's what they want to try, right? Yeah. You want to let them. Okay, okay, but you're going to have these. You're going to be up against. The, I mean, who, the, I never thought D and D would be a podcastable thing, and it's huge, right? Right. I mean, it, so you, you don't want to crush that spirit. Uh, you know, uh, much like you don't want to crush the spirit of you know, if somebody's taking the time to give you feedback, you you don't want to crush that spirit as well. Right. But same token, uh if they can give me honest feedback, I will also should be able to give them honest feedback at times and say, Hey, okay. Yeah. No, appreciate that. Probably not going to do that just to be honest with you. You know, just, you know, I got some feedback uh, in one of the podcasts that I do. I'm being sarcastic there uh, and not saying home gadget geeks, but the, I got some feedback in that and like, Hey, the music is so loud on your intro. I can't even hear what you're saying. Mm. So, you know what I did? Fix the music. Like that's really good. That's, that's, that's actually really good, helpful feedback. Um, you know, the, the, so it's, um, it, it is, it's not, not everybody, even if you send it into a show, not everybody's going to be able to do it or not everybody should do everything you've told them either. So, right. Yeah. I, there are times like when somebody sends in a non, uh, wait a minute. Yeah. Nonfiction podcast. So it's some sort of, you know, audio drama. I always tell people I'm not a fan. Like if you can get me to like this, this must be an amazing show, but I'm just going to probably tell you, I'm probably not going to like this, but there are people in my audience that love this stuff and they're going to go listen to every episode. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, SP has a great point. He goes, some people like Coke, uh, (laughs) (laughs) anyone with, uh, 
any kind of flashing strobe watching this show. Oh, sorry. We just, we just gave you a seizure. So, some people like Fresca. Some people, if you haven't watched The Boys, it's, here's Dave doing a tangent. If you haven't watched The Boys on Amazon, you have to simply for the Fresca jokes. Um, mm. Some people don't like sugar. You cannot please all the people all the time. Stick to your niche and cater to the audience. Yeah, that's that's. Really well, and that's how shows get washed down. You know, you start a you start a Pepsi podcast, and you start getting some feedback from the Coke people. Are like, hey, I really like you, but uh, you don't you don't like Coke, right? And you're like, okay, well, maybe every other week I'll talk about Coke, and then your Pepsi listeners go, hey, yeah, what are you doing? I I I signed up for this thing for Pepsi, you know, and then the Fresca people are like, well, maybe you could just at least do Fresca once a month. And you're like, no, you're, I'm a Coke. I'm a Pepsi podcast. When, right? That's what I do. When I was a musician, there were rock bars, there were country bars, there were comedy <laughs> bars, and there was always that one bar that literally would be like, Monday night is comedy night. Tuesday night is open jam session. Uh, Wednesday's country. Thursday is rock. And Friday is metal. And Every single time somebody tried that, it never worked because people liked, you know, they want to show up and know what they're going to get. And so when you start doing a different form, you know, in the Coke and Pepsi thing here, you know, I, I, I walked in here because I wanted a Pepsi and you're talking Fresca. What are you going to do? You can turn around and walk right back out. And the more times you reinforce the habit of your audience not listening to you, they're just going to quit listening to you. So it's, it's tricky and it's hard because we do want as many downloads as we can get, but we're not going to do that trying to be everything to everybody. Well, I'd prefer engagement. We, that yeah. feedback is some engagement. I like yeah. it. doesn't mean we're going to do it, but I like it. Um, the folks who show up on Saturday when we move the show, you know, and that, that's to me, that's engagement, right? Yeah. The comments we're getting in the chat, that's engagement. That's what I, in podcasting, I, I don't really care if we do five or 50 or 500. I mean, I'm here because I like hanging out with you, right? That's, that's the only reason I do this. I don't care. This is going to sound a little weird. I mean, I do want you to listen, but I don't care if you do or if you don't. I get an hour and a half with Dave Jackson every Saturday morning. And that's part of the best day, you know, the best time of the week for me. I do that all day long. So the, the, the motivations for me to do this are really all in relationship. If we do more downloads, great. Listen, if I thought we could, by having a guest on every other week, who's an expert, if I thought that could get us a thousand downloads, but alienated some of our current listeners, I think it's a mistake. Like uh, it's a huge mistake. Well, you know, the thing I love about this is again, likewise, um, you're just fun to hang out with and I get instant feedback from 30 people every Saturday on what I'm talking about. And that has many times then spurred me to do a deeper dive on the school of podcasting. So a lot of things get tested here because I have live people in front of me and that's something I don't have on my other shows. So um, I I keep forgetting we're doing an hour today, not an hour and a half. Um, So I do want to thank our awesome supporters. You can become one by going to askthepodcastcoach.com slash support. And uh, we do want to thank James over at the Dog Podcast Network. If you got a little pooch, 
uh, you can go over there and they've got long shores and I can never say long shows. I don't know why. It's always long shores, <laughs> long shows, short shows. They're all about dogs. They're all about uh, keeping your dog healthy and being a great dog owner. Check it out. Dogpodcastnetwork.com. Um, ask the podcast coach runs on pod page. If you want to try it out, go to trypodpage.com. And if you need more Jim Collison and who doesn't go over to the average guy.tv and check out a show home gadget geeks. If you're thinking of starting a podcasting, well, when you think podcasting, think school of podcasting, use the coupon code coach when you sign up to save on a little bit. And again, if you'd like to be an awesome supporter, or see the awesome supporters that are supporting the show, I got a list over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash support. So thanks to everyone for doing that. Um, the other thing, I did have some questions. I always go out to to Facebook to see uh, what's going on. And um, this is from, I guess it's it's always fun when you get a name that's so not American. Alif, maybe? A-L-I-F-F? Here, can I share my screen? Because you can actually read these now. How would you pronounce that, Jim? Alif Azar? I think, yeah. I think that's close enough. Um, so he's. this is from a Facebook group. I want to know if it's normal for the podcast listenership to drop in the following month. During the first month when our podcast was launched, it peaked at a, about 1.3 thousand listeners with a total downloads uh, at 1.7 thousand, so 1.7K. However, for this month, I noticed not many people were listening uh, to and downloading the podcast, despite consistently publishing the episodes every week. Here again, I see people really get hung up on that schedule, and the schedule is important, but that's not why people are listening. Uh, Only 29 downloads and 25 listeners so far. What should I do in this case? Uh, How do you deal with this? And I see this question kind of a lot. And again, I I don't want to underestimate the power of a consistent schedule because when you do that, you become part of their routine, but people aren't listening because you publish every week. That's that's not why they listen. It's convenient, and they know when to expect you, and they trust that you'll be there, but they're listening for the content. And I, I swear, I think people are still getting a little confused and hung up on the consistency of schedule and not the consistency of the content. And so, I, I to me, and I, again, I kind of sound like a broken record. I always want to ask these people, did you get feedback? from someone who's not your mom mm-hmm. to give feedback because if they're not coming back, man, it's hard not to say it might be the content. Cause why else? Now there are things like if it's a, a wedding podcast or if it's something that's fairly time sensitive and all of a sudden it's not that season anymore. So if you're all about deer hunting and it's not deer hunting season anymore, maybe that has to do with it. I, I don't know. I mean, well, we just saw where people come and go. So maybe for whatever reason, right. you know, so. Thing, things change, situations change. You know, I like to talk about this Hartner, this Gartner hype cycle. And it's it's a very popular technology. We think about this in technology adoption where, you know, you begin with a trigger and then there's a peak of expectations and a trough of disillusionment. And then eventually it comes back to a, to a you know, a plateau of productivity. And, and I, podcasts follow this similar track, right? When you launch them, there's this peak of activity. You've been talking about it. People are going to try it out. 
you know, newsflash. Not everybody's even, you're going to get people to listen to it at first. They're going to go, yeah, this isn't for me, right? And then you're going to see this trough and you got to survive the trough, right? You have to, and, and this happens in almost every new thing that you do. You just got to be able to survive that trough. I think a lot of podcasters quit right at the very bottom, you know, mm. and they go, oh, I can't do this anymore. And that's the time to double down in the bottom. You're getting, by that time, hopefully you're getting the most feedback. You're getting, um, you, you've you've worked out all the kinks in your show. It's working the way that you want it to. And then you can start growing again, like on a second launch. I really wish we put as much effort into a second launch as we did the first one. Like after 10 or 15 or 20 or a year, have a second launch. Why? There's no law that says you don't. You can't, right? Why, why not have a second launch? Why not put all that effort into it after you figured some things out? I just don't think we, we put enough effort into that. And, and this is the cycle we go through as podcasters. So, David, the answer is they're in the trough. Hang tight. They'll pull, Stay at it. You'll pull out of the trough, right? It may last a month or two or three, whatever. But eventually, if you, work, if you keep working at it and you keep listening to your audience, doing the things that work for you and them, you, you'll you'll plateau out. Yeah, there's a, a book by Seth Godin. He's a super famous kind of marketing author called The Dip, um, a little book that teaches you when to quit and when to to stick it out. And that's really it is the fact that you, you've got everybody worked up. You tell all your friends and neighbors and this and that, and they come in, they cause this spike, whether it's small or large or what, and some of them are going to like it some of them are not, some of them are going to come back and some of them are not. And that's why you have to, um, I forget, it was the uh, Jack Reicher from uh, Dark Net Diaries was talking, I, I forget how long he had to do it before he noticed that his audience was telling other people. And that's, I think that when you go into that dip, you haven't found that that enough people that are just saying, wow, you got to hear this podcast and telling their friends to where it starts to pull them out of that dip. The numbers go up and things like that. And I, I think that's part of it. I, I think you hit the nail on the head. I think we, we quit too soon. And well, we, we've seen that over and over. People quit it yeah. episode seven or whatever. So, Dave, we've been doing call to coach on the Gallup side of things uh, for nine years. This July, it'll be nine. And I track those stats fairly regularly. I don't spend a lot of time in them, but... I was just noticing, I was going through the stats the other day. I hadn't done it in maybe six months. It's going through the stats. And yeah, we saw a bump when COVID hit. You know, everybody kind of came back to podcasting. The best months we've ever had are the last three months that we just had. Hmm. Like nine years. And when I say the best, I mean like 30 to 40% increase in numbers. And why? I, I don't know. Like, you know, you start looking at things. We... We, we didn't do any different content. We didn't, you know, we've, we've, we've changed a few things. So even after nine years, you can have a, doesn't mean it's stuck. Like, oh, yeah, we've said everything there is to say. And by the way, we have. In nine years, we've said everything there is to say <laughs> on the topic. It's been said. Let's just be really clear yeah. about that. What, the numbers are jumped, have jumped. So don't, un, I, I think for some podcasters, don't, don't underestimate that. But there is a time to stop. There's a time when you've run it, if you're tired of it, yeah. if you're resentful. 
um, you know, it's it's time to go. Uh, Jeremy uh, says something in chat uh, kind of about this. He's talking about a second launch. We're about to hit uh, episode 500 in August around our ninth anniversary. And we're looking, congratulations, by the way, it's a big number. And we're looking at rebranding, rebranding a bit and evaluating what is working and what needs to be freshened up. It's a great time to do that. And then take that same show, just relaunch it. And all that means is you're putting the same amount of time, energy, and effort that you put into the original launch, right? Launch it again. Yeah, because that's uh, Coach David asked that doesn't even matter. Because on one hand, when you launch the first time, you're telling everyone you know. So when you go back and you tell everyone you know, they're going to go, yeah, I know. You you told me about six months ago. So I, I can see where he says, it doesn't even matter. But to me, I think it's the, maybe the excitement or, you know, doing kind of a, a for me, it would just be a concerted effort because yeah. I am, I am horrible at, I mean, some weeks I will go out and I will schedule three tweets during the week to promote my stuff. I will schedule things on Facebook. I have this set up so that while the week is dripping by, I'm having some sort of uh, promotion going on. And there are many, many weeks, many weeks that I do zero. I put it out there. I might do one tweet when it goes out that's automated. But other than that, I'm working on the next episode, and I, which is really dumb, by the way, for the record. I mean, that's, that's stupid. I should be flipping that. I should be spending more time promoting and go from there. But that's, you know, if we're going to be honest, I'm like, yeah, I don't promote near as much as I should. But when you have that first thing, you're, you're, you don't have all that other stuff that's going on. You're not, you know, um, so that first time you're like, okay, I'm excited. I want the word to tell the world about it. And which is interesting. Cause you're like, well, aren't you excited to tell the world about episode 394? And I'm like, well, yeah, then why aren't you doing the same thing? And that's a good question, you know? So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. uh, SP says it's always either deer hunting season or getting ready for deer hunting season. <laughs> there you go. Or is your car going to hit a deer season? I've done that. Uh, yeah. So if I hit a, <laughs> so <laughs> is, that, is that too soon? Dave? Yeah, is that no, too it's soon? not too soon. I do miss my uh, Prius though. That was a nice car. Um, but now that I work from home, I really almost could get by with an Uber, you know, go to the grocery store twice a month and skip the card payment. Um, you never know. I um I skipped three weeks in a row. I, I don't know if I've um on Home Gadget Geeks. Sorry, I had to mention it on Home Gadget Geeks. If if I've, I've ever missed three weeks in a row, and uh, at the end of the three weeks, I got an email from one of my listeners. It was like, "Hey, you okay? <laughs> like, is everything all right? I haven't heard from you in three weeks. It's good to get that feedback. Like, you know, say one, yeah, you know, I'm good. I'm good. It just life. It's you know, life overwhelmed me. But two. You know, somebody's waiting for it. Yeah. You know, and I sent him a nice note back. Hey, thanks. Nope. All is well. You know, I am good. We'll be back on track this week. And, uh, and you know, and so it's, it, you, you know, you, yeah, I'll just leave it there. Yeah. I, uh, on two of my shows, I put out an episode that was basically just, hey, for the record, I'm fine. I'm getting better. I have COVID. I plan to come back on this date. If I don't come back on this date, I'll let you know. But just letting you know, that's why you're not getting any episodes. And I'm on my way back and things should be fine. So, um, you know, and, and just to keep mm -hmm. people involved. But I have stopped shows and had nobody say, hey, where's the show? And that's when you kind of go, 
I made the right decision because nobody was was waiting for it. Um, Kenny has a question here before I go on to another question here. My podcast is the marketing arm of my website. Bingo. I gauge the success of my podcast by the number of memberships I get each month. That's it. That's why you always have to go back to your why. Because if your Mm -hmm. why is, I just want to talk with Bruce about, you know, um, Superman. Okay, well, you're doing that. So your show is successful. Or if you're Kenny and you're driving things to your membership, awesome. If you're um, trying to get the word out about, I don't know, some sort of situation that you can't get on the news and the numbers are going up, then you're happy because that's the whole point is to get the word out. So it really does depend on on kind of what your your why is. Um, I did see this question and was like, all right, let's let's talk about this briefly here as we round the corner here and head towards home. Uh, Ann asks, okay, question about iTunes reviews and ratings. I got a review on Tuesday, and it looks like I, I got a large spike in listens after that. And anyone know why? And that's why I brought this one up because Jim was just talking about, we just got a bunch of downloads. We're not really sure why. Um, I really don't understand what a review does in terms of how the podcast is listed in the app or is the spike unrelated to the review? Bingo. Uh, And she wanted to. It could be, Dave. It could be related to the review. Mm. Not saying the review itself did it. Right. But it, it could, like, that could be a cause. Is it? We don't really know. There's a whole bunch of other things that, that, you know, I, I hate that we, I hate that we don't, I mean, I know we've gotten away from people who are always like rate and review. So it'll help my show with visibility. And I know we've been negative nillies on that. That's, it's good social proof. And you should be asking for those kinds of things. Right. You should just have the expectations that they may or may not do what you're expecting them to do. But it it could it could do that. It could be all the work that you did to get the review is what did it by you asking right. people in your newsletter and on the show and in the program and on YouTube to do a review. All those things put together could be what's causing it, right? Um, by the way, it's it's not a bad question to ask. I think you should be regularly asking. You know, I need to now next week. I need to dig in a little bit and say, hey, what's going on with our numbers because we're significantly up and not like a spike in one week. Like this has been a three month trend. What's going on here? Like maybe there are some things to learn in that. Yeah. Now I know for a fact, I haven't gotten a single iTunes review on my, on my, on my Gallup shows and it's still going up. So I know that's true too. Yeah. Um, somebody, I, I've, it's interesting when you're a person that's been saying my favorite piece of equipment is the Zoom PodTrack P4, and then Focusrite sends you temporarily a a Focus or uh, the Vocaster 2, and I put out a podcast, I put out a video that said, this thing's pretty cool. So in this case, uh, Mystic Mac is saying, hey, what's what are your thoughts on the Focusrite versus the new Rode uh, Podcaster 2, which I have ordered the new one with my own money. Um, and at the end of the review of the Vocaster, I said, so if you're looking for just an interface, meaning there's no recorder in this thing, and you want it super simple, and you want it to be easy, this is a good investment for your whatever, two, three hundred bucks. But does that make it my number one recommendation? No, because most people I know, I also hear me say, you should always be recording twice. And so I'm like, well, I could buy another recorder 
and plug it into the output jack and then have my squad cast and my audacity or whatever. So, but no, this is uh, from Focusrite. It's the, uh, Kim is asking, is that from M audio? No, it's a, uh, Focusrite, uh, Vocaster two, the Vocaster two has two inputs. It has a TRR, TRRS cable to plug in your phone with the built-in mix minus, much like the Rodecaster. It has an audio out for your camera, which is kind of cool. You can, with the Vocaster 2, uh, uh, connect via Bluetooth. It has a button on the front to automatically set the gain for you. Uh, and one, it has a mute button, which comes in handy because I've been coughing today. Although I'm not using it, I'm using the the mute button on the roadcaster. So it's pretty sweet. The, the vocaster one does not have the Bluetooth option and it only has one input. And again, it's, it's small. Um, if you're in to the environment, it is made out of recycled plastic. So, but it's, it's fairly sturdy. So if I were to drop this, I wouldn't feel like it was going to shatter into a, a thousand pieces where the zoom it's hard plastic. It's it's a little different. So the Zoom's cheaper and does more, but it has a little more of a learning curve. So that's that's What's the retail on that focus, right? This I want to say is three hundred bucks, and looks like a Game Boy con, you know, like a it does N- Nintendo. Come on, man, <laughs> X Y X Y double click, yeah, kind of thing. So uh, if you go to my YouTube channel, I've got a video on it. They did some things that made it simple. It just I, I was kind of like, mm, man, if this thing had a recorder in it, I'd be like it might take over the the P4. So um, Uncle Marv, by the way, I stood next to Uncle Marv. He had a t- name tag on that said Marv, but because it didn't say Uncle Marv, it took me like day three before I knew I was talking to Uncle Marv. And, nice. I was, and he also was like, oh, that, oh, it's Uncle it's Uncle Marv. So it was so funny. Uh, he says, it looks like it would be perfect for Zoom calls. Yep. Or StreamYard if you're counting on using the recording from the stream only. Exactly. So that's for that person that wants it uh, super simple and they want to keep it, uh, you know, plug and play and, and that whole nine yards. So it's it's a cool device. I got to send it back. I, this is one of the things I got to find the original box because I got to send it back to uh, to Dan uh, the man from, uh, focus, right. Cause, so, uh, but, uh, and the, the roadcaster, uh, from what I've heard, the roadcaster two shipping mid month. And then, cause right now you can get one, but when you turn it on, it's like, yeah, you need the new firmware update. So you can look at it and it's pretty, but, um, uh, it's not actually running yet. So, uh, Jim, what is coming up on, uh, home gadget geeks? Yeah. I spent a little time. Mark Robson, one of our listeners comes on the show and we spent some time uh, talking grills and barbecue. So it's our every summer we kind of do a grill and barbecue show. So come, don't come hungry. Make sure you've eaten before you you listen. And I bought a new pellet smoker out of the deal. So ah. check it out. It's available right now because we're doing this later. It's available right now. Uh, HomeGadgetGeeks.com. Is that kind of a Father's Day gift to myself kind of thing? Oh, uh, for sure. Yeah. It's like- yeah. Yeah. definitely yeah well good price it's gonna be awesome well speaking of when your audience goes hey like usually the question of the month is the last uh episode for the school of podcasting and because i had covid and that particular episode takes a lot of effort uh i did not put it out and i had some people they're like hey where's like i i submitted my answer to the question of the month where's the question of the month well that is coming uh in this week's episode and the question was um where are you listing your show? Is your show primarily, I was asking about Amazon because Amazon is, you know, it's Amazon. And I know many people, I had a guy this week, he was watching his stats ferociously. Like, hey, 
it's been X amount of time and they haven't updated. And I went in and he had submitted a show to Spotify and I think Apple and that was it. And so I'm just asking, like, is that a strategy? Am I missing something? Do you just not know how to submit your show? Whatever it is. So that's the question of the month. I've yet to hear the answers. So I'm dying to hear what uh, my audience thinks. But that's coming up on the School of Podcasting. Uh, thanks to podcastbranding.co, based on a true story podcast.com, and the dogpodcastnetwork.com. We will be here back at our regular time next Saturday morning, 1030 Eastern, and uh, we will do another fun-filled episode of Ask the Podcast Coach. Thanks to everyone who came out at the the special time. We really do appreciate that. And uh, we'll see you again real soon with another episode of Ask the Podcast Coach. Mm-hmm.